0: Wow, that's so funny.
1: Two Broke Gays? Two
0: Broke Gays? Two Broke Gays?
1: Okay, listeners, welcome back to Two Broke Gays. This is Jenna Cordes.
0: And Kevin Sullivan.
1: And Kevin's joining us from the East Coast today. Where are you?
0: I'm currently in Wilmington, Mass.
1: Wilmington, Mass. And how have how you been since your trip? What's been up?
0: Um, it's been a lot. I am currently just like visiting family and my grandparents and I just got back from the carnival.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of work. Carnies are worker bees for sure.
1: Yeah, and it was probably hot too, right?
0: Um, it was really hot the first couple days because it was on Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. So it's like a little island. Off the cape, and um, maybe I don't know. I'm really bad with <laughs> um. It's like Cape Nantucket, Martha's, Martha's,
1: Matha's Vineyard,
0: Matha's Vineyard. You gotta take a ferry.
1: You are really bad at geography, because when I told you I was at, in a riverboat in Michigan, you were like, "What is Michigan?" <laughs> Lots of lakes, but, you know, rivers come off of them. So, working at the carnival, was it fun? What what did you encounter? How What were the people like?
0: Um, which people?
1: The guests. Oh,
0: oh the guests. The Martha's Vineyard Lokes.
1: Yeah, because that's a pretty wealthy um, area, right?
0: Yeah. Obama was on the island while I was there. Did he come to the carnival? I Um, there were rumors, but I guess his daughter was there. There were rumors on the islands, you know, like that his daughter went... Which one? Sasha or Malia? Huh?
1: Which one? Sasha or Malia?
0: I don't know. Someone Mm. just said... His daughter. um, yeah. Just said one of his daughters.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah,
0: it was a lot... I'm still like, I'm still processing yeah. the whole experience, but I did write down, okay, so I worked um, a lemonade stand, uh-huh. um, I have an uncle that, like, own a bunch of concessions, and like, they own a couple rides, and a bunch of different things, so I worked the lemonade stand. So my arms almost fell off after the second day from shaking fresh squeezed lemonade, like in a shaker. Ooh,
1: bartender
0: yeah bad tenta um people are just so fucking rude like some people are so nice don't get me wrong but right the right big ones always stick out you don't remember the nice ones as much like you'd be like hi how are you and before you could finish they'd just walk up and be like yeah two please
1: oh my god
0: oh no they wouldn't say please they'd just be like yeah two." two and they're like two lemonade because we also sold iced tea and they're like yeah and I was like great what size um what size are there? okay I tell them I'm like and I'm great thanks for asking <laughs> oh my. I did write down some awesome quotes of guests
1: okay yay 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 all right
0: let me just I'll just read them off to you oh first of all my cousin um he works the carnival, like He travels with so it. He owns a ride, and he's like a, like a, carny manager. Mm-hmm. And it, first day, he's talking about like this carny that, like, I don't want to say this carny because there are people too. <laughs> hooked, he's like, gave him a bunch of food. And he's like, yeah, she hooked me up like a tow truck. <laughs> <laughs> hooked you up with food. That's amazing. He also said that he he'll celebrities choke on chicken bones and die. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like all of them?
0: Uh, just all of them. He's <laughs> yeah. really funny. Uh, one woman that did work at the carnival told me that she lost 150 pounds <laughs> by just eating chocolate.
1: By just eating chocolate.
0: Yeah, but she definitely lost all her teeth in the process. So. Oh,
1: shoot. I was going to say, that sounds like a saying. great diet plan for me, maybe.
0: Okay, so here are some of the um, people that come, came up to the lemonades. And sorry, I'm, I got sick on my last day. You're okay. I'm a little horse. Uh,
1: I think we geez. call a, we call a little horse a pony.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. So I'm, being, I'm a pony right now. <laughs> um, that's funny though. Or a mini horse. Okay, this lady came up and said, or this guy. Can we get no ice? My wife doesn't like my kids having cold
2: drinks. What is that about?
0: I don't know. We're like, what? They literally watched us and like, no ice, no ice. And I'm like, okay, psycho, like chill. I wonder get what. Warm uh... lemon water with sugar.
1: <laughs> I wonder what article they read that was like, don't let you know what I mean. Kids have cold drinks because it'll make them, I don't know, poor or something. <laughs> yeah. don't <laughs> want to catch the poor. You don't want to catch the pavs. <clears throat>
0: Um, another person said, asked for only three ice cubes.
1: Very specific. I love that specificity. Is that my, <sighs> is that my soulmate?
0: Right. And they're melted by the time you hand them over.
2: <laughs>
0: and then they come back and ask for more ice cubes. It was just like more ice, less ice. Oh, I regret my decision. Can I actually get some sugar? Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, so there's like the straw battle. Like no straws, yes straws, whatever. This one lady had all four kids for her one small lemonade. Now everyone grab a straw for your turn. Oh wow. For your sip. Um <laughs> this one lady Okay, so there's a tip jar. This one lady gave a tip, like a dollar. She was kind of rude, but whatever. And I was like, Oh, thank you and she goes, Oh no, thank you for saying thank you. When they don't say thank you, I want to just reach back in and grab my t- money back. Oh, wow. I was like, yeah, manners are far and few between here.
1: She was, she was so genuine and sweet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, what can I get you? Oh, I was like, oh, this one person is like, what can I get you? Uh, well, lemonade, right? This is a
1: lemonade stand. Oh, Wow. Guess they didn't see said, the iced tea said, sign.
0: I'm like, uh, yeah. What size, though? Like, we have different sizes. You can't. <laughs> um, oh, this is the best. Okay, so there were outdoor showers. I know. I took an outdoor shower. <laughs> but it was actually, like, really nice and, like, majestic. Mm. And after, like, being covered in fucking sugar and lemonade all day. It was, like, the best thing ever. It
1: probably felt, like, amazing.
0: Um, yeah, so this lady came up, and I was like, oh, I can't wait. You know, like, I'm covered in sugar, and she's like, oh, yeah, you must I like, can't wait for a shower. And the a lady next to her, another patient, was like, oh, don't worry, they have showers for them here. Ooh. I was like, oh, my God, for them? Excuse you,
1: bitch? You just got othered.
0: <laughs> yeah, them. Ugh. And you're my. They were just ugh, some of the most like, like, prickiest people. Is that a word? It is now. Yeah. Um,
1: and then, so you're, are you still where the carnival was, or now you've moved?
0: No. So now I'm in Wilmington, I'm back like visiting my family. The carnival has moved on to Maine.
1: Okay. And you're <laughs> off to New York next, right? Working the U.S. Open? Yeah. Great. When does that start?
0: Uh, I'm training on Friday.
1: Okay, cool.
0: And you... Okay, so... I mean, we'll, we'll touch back, like, base back on the carnival once I process it all. <laughs> or the FAYA. I have so many more stories, but um, you are in... Oh, you just got back from Michigan.
1: I just got back from Michigan. I was gone oh, two and awesome. a half... I was gone two and a half weeks, and I honestly feel like I've been gone, like, 40 years. It was so emotionally exhausting, but also, like, amazing at the same time.
0: Why was it emotionally exhausting? So,
1: it was emotionally exhausting because my girlfriend and I broke up. Sorry, my ex-girlfriend and oh, I. Uh, I know, I know. So, I, it was very... I, I, like, Go ahead. I
0: a text from you about it, but I didn't, like, fully... Like, I couldn't grasp anything, because I was in a on a ferris wheel of emotions. Myself.
1: You got a text from me and then I said in I said, I can't talk about it right now. We're still hanging out. Like I'm still sleeping over or whatever. And then you were like, it was literally like duck dat can't rud you two call me. And I was like, Are you trying to tell me you're too fucked up to read this text message? And then you responded, Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it was just like really sad because it was kind of the end of an era. Basically, it's been long distance um, and we both realized neither of us want to move. And, um, you know, there's just really nowhere to go from there, I guess. It's, I think when people don't want to do trips anymore, long distance is kind of over, you know?
0: I mean, long distance is tough. It always has an expiration date, I feel. It's
1: so weird <laughs> because I've never in my life ever been through a breakup that was like such a smooth I mean it was horrible like I was basically like I'd look at like a beer bottle and sob because like one time we drank that beer together like I'm a t- I'm not historically not great with breakups but I just think like I could see that yeah we're, we're just <laughs> but this one has been different because like no one's really angry and I think that that's kind of a weird new adult thing I'm doing I guess where I have only ever broken up with people like you know or had like these big massive breakups where like there's a lot of like hurt feelings and I mean I've we
0: only been through those kind of breakups.
1: Yeah, so this one was just different like we broke up on a Tuesday and we proceeded to hang out the rest of the week.
0: Um that's
1: cool. It was like really I'm tough. Really sorry for your loss. I know, me too, but at the same time t- I'm like sorry but at the same time I just like know she's going to thrive, and I think that the distance was giving her anxiety, and I know I'm going to thrive, and I think both of us... I
0: think that having distance helped... Like, do you think... Is this your first breakup through a distance relationship?
1: Yeah, it
0: is. So, do you think that's why it was maybe a little smoother? It's because you already we're kind of used to having a separate life. It's just now less phone calls and FaceTimes.
1: Yeah, everything is was really already compartmentalized, which I think is probably one of the major differences than if you see someone every day. But the communication has been really hard because, I mean, we talk, we, we were used to talking several times a day, you know, like several FaceTime calls, several text messages. Like, What we, are you
0: going to do with all your free time?
1: <laughs> well, I was like
0: so I call you I'm like, oh god
1: Yeah <laughs> No, with my free time I'm definitely like gonna um, You know, dive back into work for sure But I had a really interesting experience Because after that week I went up north all week with my family And I think that week was pretty hard Because when you go to northern Michigan There's like a lot of think time Like you're on the boat You're drinking You're Is tubing like, Canada? No, not the Upper Peninsula. <laughs> the Like, basically, if you do the hand map, my aunt and uncle's cottage is, like, at the tip of the middle finger. Um, got it. So, and we're...
0: <laughs> no, I, obviously, I don't got
1: it. <laughs> I know, since you were like, what, what is Michigan? <laughs> yeah, send me a map.
0: I've, but, um,
1: yeah, I had a lot of think time, and it was super weird, because I'm so used to talking to her. My brother was there, and, like, Also, historically, not a huge help, but like as of late has been like really positive and like full of wisdom. And I feel like all my friends, because I'm such a vocal person when I'm in pain, like have really rallied around me. And now, of course, you know. I feel except for me, because I'm too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Even you and your drunken stupor tried to rally around me. You just didn't necessarily have like the correct toolkit at that time.
0: <laughs> but I was missing a couple tools for sure.
1: Yeah, it's really sad, like it's really sad. But then, like, I don't know. So I had this huge show in Vegas that was like hysterical. Basically, I did four. Okay, wait,
0: so you were done, done talking about your breakup?
1: I mean, there's like more to say, but I'm going to connect it to Vegas.
0: Okay. It's okay. I mean, as long as that's all you need to say. I mean, it's like, that's what working. I mean. That's the
1: weird thing. First it's like I'm still working on it. I know. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's the weird part about it is that like, I, I don't know what else to say besides that. Usually, I'd have like a lot of stories about how angry I am, but I'm not really angry. I think we're just well, both.
0: How many times has she come to
1: LA? Don't try to drum up drama.
0: No, 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 not in that sense. Oh my god, no! I not, no, I'm not trying to hash it for you. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> when I, my ex and I broke up in L.A., it was weird because I was like, ha, like, because he was gone most of, like three days a week at least. So I, I we're only together four days a week. So I feel like I was only sad for like four days. <laughs> 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 she <laughs> like oh Mondays. I would never work. <laughs> We'd be like hungover eating Mexican food, and like those days would make me sad.
2: Yeah. I, it was like
0: traditional, like, yeah. And we both just went hiking or you, or, you know, whatever. But if you don't have those connections in LA, like, it feels like. Yeah.
1: Were, it's definitely just, like I'll pass things yeah, that we yeah, talked about. Yeah, it's definitely like I'll pass things that we had talked about doing and I'll be like, wow, we're never going to do that. But it's not like, oh, there's that place we always went to. You know what I mean?
0: Right. So it might even be like therapeutic to do those things on your own that you're like, oh, we were going to go to this museum or whatever. And then you go and you're like, now I'm doing things on my own. Yeah,
1: of course I'm like crazy lesbian mode, so I'm like, you know, I'm already, like, to-do listing. Like, what do I need to do? Like, what do I need to do for work? What do I need to do for comedy, which is my work? Like, I'm um,
0: Feel free, if you run out of, like, things to do, you can start working on my stuff. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in game mode, where I'm just like, but whatever, I want to go to Spain.
1: <laughs> I am going um, to Europe, and I think that's going to be nice, too. But I really want to talk about Vegas, if I can.
0: Um- um, I mean, I mean, I think we have time. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Okay, so that's, I mean, cool. Like, I'm sorry. I'm,
1: I feel I'm sad bad, that know. it didn't I mean, work out. Like, we both had a lot invested and, like, I love her family. I love her. I love her dog. I love who she is. But, like, it just didn't work. And I think it was making us people that were not, like, I was 10,000 times clingier, clingier than I normally am, and I'm pretty clingy already. And she was, like, being way more distant than she normally is, and she's pretty, like, closed off already. So I think we were... So
0: it just already made you clingier?
1: Right, and that always makes me clingier. So I think, like, we no, were, At
0: least you had that sight, like, you could take a step back. So I'm really proud of you for, you know, I know it's tough, but... Um, me and all the listeners are here for you, Jenna.
1: Thanks, Kev. I appreciate it. And I have gotten, like, so much, you know, support from people. It's been really
0: nice. I'm here for you, Sober.
1: Yeah. I'm feeling really op- optimistic about the future. And I think that I haven't been feeling that way for a little while. So it's nice. Yeah, well, and then, okay, so watch
0: this transition, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Right
1: away, you're, like, out the gates in the show in Vegas. Tell us about that. <laughs> wow, look at that segue. So I, know. I went to Vegas. Um, one of the teachers that, she used to be my supervisor, actually, so, like, an assistant principal, and she invited me to come to Vegas to do a show that I would be, like, the only entertainment. So there was no opener, no MC. It was, like, just me. Um, and we did, it was a teaching event to raise money for the school. Wow.
0: You're talking really
1: fast. (laughs) Sorry. It was a teaching event to raise money for the school. Cool. And of course, when I got there, like, it was so funny because the bar thought that we were bringing a microphone in PA system, and we thought the bar had a microphone in PA system. So I proceeded to do this, like, spoken word poetry version of comedy where I was like... (laughs) Just standing and like. You didn't even have a microphone? No, I just projected.
0: And that was an hour?
1: It was 40 minutes, yeah.
0: Holy shit, I couldn't do that.
1: So I actually think I am going to play a little bit of my, I'm going to put a little bit of my show and some of the jokes on this podcast um, for our listeners.
0: Um, You're going to put that in right here?
1: Yeah, I'm going to put it in right here. So let's go quickly to my show. Yes.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage, you may have seen her passing around a pretzel or somewhere in L.A., it's me, Jenna Cordes! So I'm used to having a microphone, but I think that's one of our strengths, right, as teachers? Project if you want credit, right? How many of you are teachers? Great. So I think we can all agree that teaching is the hardest job. It's the hardest job, and I get super annoyed when people are like, oh, you guys get off at 2, you got the summer spree, right. some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I went corporate after teaching, and what I realized is all their little mini vacations equal the summer. So, you want to heat up a burrito every day? That's your June. <laughs> you text someone back? That's July. Do you poop in peace? That's (laughs) your August. Who has it easy? You might like me, you might not, but you're here and I'm here, so let's just do it. (laughs) Um, I'm so excited you guys have already been through the first week. How'd it go? (laughs) So I feel like every year, every new year, if you take like romance completely out of it, don't worry, this isn't going to get weird. I feel like every year is kind of like the bachelor or bachelorette. Like, you come in, you're like, this is a great group of guys or girls, right? And then after a couple of weeks, you're like, I don't know if they're here for the right reason. Some of them just trying to get famous. Um, yeah, and then by the end, you're like, I don't know, I guess I like two of them. <laughs> uh, I was an English teacher uh, in middle school, and I feel like we're doing the Lord's work. Because we're competing with blinging, shining, beeping, bopping. We're literally like, hey, kids, you know how you press anything and it lights up? How about this book that does nothing? (laughs) But we are so magical as a people that the kids are like, so imagination's awesome. One of the things that I didn't understand when I first came into teaching, how many people are in their first or second year? Woo! One of the things I didn't really, like, understand when I first came in was why all the veteran teachers kept being like, you're here, we need you to be here, you know, like, (laughs) take it down enough, like, I couldn't understand, you know, the first year you run around, you're like, my kids are great, it's awesome, and all the veterans are like, it's day two, (laughs) like, relax, um, yeah, I couldn't, I didn't understand everyone was like, stop smiling, I didn't get it. And then the second year I was like, hey, you, you've only been here six minutes, stop fire! <laughs> <laughs> they will eat you alive! <laughs> you, uh, you know, yeah, it's not Freedom writers. I just wrote that. <laughs> it's just not. It's just, so for you, making the school run. Okay, one time, I love students though, like give it up for the students. Funny, creative—they're just yeah, so yeah. like that's why we do it, right? Cool. Or I did it. I left. That's why you do it. <laughs> um, so I taught at this school um, in Chicago. It was my first year. I showed up way too smiley, uh, just full of joy, no gray hairs, ready to go. Not a, my face looked like this. Like my first when I walked in, it was like ah! <laughs> just so happy to be here. And everyone was like, "What?" <laughs> So, my third week, uh, the kids come over to me. I walked into the door because I was in the hallway fixing some, I don't know, fight, disaster, whatever. So, I come back in and they're like, Miss, we threw Anthony out the window. You know? I'm like, This is a third story. I'm supposed to be in charge. So, I run to the window and I look down and it's just a projector. And I said, where's Anthony? And he came out, he was behind my desk or whatever, and I'm like, what? And they're like, well, we thought you'd be less mad if it wasn't a dead person. <laughs> I was less mad. You know what? Creative. Took the edge off. I would have been mad about the projector, but when it wasn't Anthony, I was like, okay, we'll deal with it. <laughs> we can deal with this. Uh, Chicago was pretty rough. Um, there was this time I was in a classroom and the teacher was like, Alright, everybody, open your books, page 39. And then 39 was a trigger, I guess, because the kid just lit his book on fire. (laughs) So when I got to Vegas, I came a little too hard. I came a little too hard at my sixth grader. I was was like, what do you guys know about the South Side? They're like, nothing. Like, Um, I love I love kids though. Like that's what I miss about working. I mean, I'm a nanny, but I'll get to that. It's a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's always like, "Sorry, they're so hard." I'm like, "Yeah, what a nightmare." Oh, oh, cheese, pass right. <laughs> the cheese. There's two of them. It's fine. Um, but yeah, uh, that's why I love. I miss that a lot though. When I went corporate, I miss the kids, like doing something meaningful. Um, you know, and like just the little things. I would say, like one time, one of my students said to me. Um, Miss, I'm surprised you're playing the staff basketball game. And I said, "Why?" And he said, "Well, you're not exactly what I'd call athletic." <laughs> <laughs> then he followed it up with, "Flabby and fat." <laughs> 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 oh my goodness! Okay, keep me humble, right? <laughs> um, if you are a female teacher between the ages of 20 and like 50, I'd say. Um, be prepared to answer more questions about pregnancy than if you were a handmaid in The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> oh, a lot of people wanna know what's going on in your uterus. <laughs> um, I was outed by a student. Um, I was writing the objective on the board and a little boy stood up and he said, Miss, I heard your lesbian girlfriend plan Samantha's daddy softball team. <laughs> wow. wow. And that was true. So I just finished the objective, students will be able to identify a lesbian. (laughs) I did tell them, you know, the truth, though. I mean, one, Samantha fucking redded me out. But two, uh, I did did tell them the truth because I thought it was a good, teachable moment. Maybe people were struggling and I wanted to, like, you know, be an example. So I decided to tell them it was true. Um, backfired a bit, (laughs) we'll get to that, but I'm still, I'm still good with that decision. Um, Amy backed me, which was nice. Thanks, games. Um, so, now I'm transitioning from teaching material to lesbianism. So, if that's not your thing, you can go get a drink or something, I don't know, do whatever straight people
0: do, I don't know. Um,
2: so, when I came out, uh, It wasn't a sexual or emotional decision. I really just wanted somebody to text me back. That's right, boys. All this could have been yours.
0: Uh, Wasn't I hilarious? I can't wait to hear it. I haven't heard it yet, but I'm sure it was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> awesome. I just can't believe that you did it with no mic. Yeah, and I would say I need it. it's like a it's just like a Yeah. Like a kid with a a safety, like a blanket. Yeah, I kept doing I like Robin Williams didn't use a mic like in the beginning a lot.
2: Mhm.
0: Um I, and some comics can do without. I just don't think I could. I'm so I would be so awkward with my hands.
1: Oh yeah, I kept I, like luckily I was sweating so much that I was doing a lot of wiping because I, <laughs> otherwise I wouldn't have oh my known. God, I was so spit out my water. <laughs> um, and yeah, also the
0: wiper and the scrape.
1: <laughs> also, I kept turning.
0: Throwback to the poopy emojis. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, there was a table behind me and I didn't think anyone would sit at it, but these two girls sat there. So I kept doing this really weird thing where I kept turning around to them like we were friends and like referencing them and they kept looking at me like, bitch, get away from us.
0: Were they all teachers?
1: Yes. And so I did about, I did a ton of new teaching material, um, did my usual lesbian shit, um, did some new, oh great, I'm single again, jokes. yeah um, and then it was single
0: again joke. So, I don't know. I think they give you such a new perspective when you're doing comedy and you go through breakups. I mean, I remember like my when we did stand up with Carrie. It was I told him everything I was going through my breakup and like where I was living. He goes, "You are living in comedy gold." Yeah,
2: because you really were. And the
0: hardships you find the best. Like I only remember the shitty ass people I met at the carnival. They're
1: the ones that are
0: going to stick out, uh, yeah. and it, you can turn it into
1: fun. Yeah, I uh, I did get to bring back one of my favorite jokes that I uh, haven't been using. My favorite joke? It's oh, I did bring that one back as well. Um, but I, I like to end on that one because I think it's surprising. But I I brought back one of my old classics, which is, um, you know, when people go through breakup routines, like. You know, sometimes they'll go to the gym more, or maybe they'll like do a new style, get a new outfit. Um, but I like to grow out my titty whiskers.
0: Um. Um. <laughs> that just the wind out of me.
1: You you think you're better than me? You don't have nipple hair. <laughs>
0: Yeah, see, half the
1: um, half the audience will get it, and then the other half will be very confused.
0: Girls have nipple hair?
1: Yeah, you know, my aunt used to tell me if you ate hot sauce, you would get nipple hair.
0: Oh my god, I didn't know this.
1: So I avoided hot sauce, and they still cropped up.
0: Wait, are you sure?
1: My ex-girlfriend calls them daddy long leg hairs.
0: Oh, I guess that you have seen probably way more racks than I have. I've seen a lot of racks. And Um. the maintenance of those racks.
1: Okay, I'm returning now, if it's cool with you, to like Vegas, because it was a very transformative weekend for me.
0: I mean, we're still on Vegas. Like You said you just brought (laughs) back titty whiskers, which I kind of almost never want to hear again.
1: I know. (laughs) It's like either should should I make a t-shirt and make it my thing, or should I never say it again? I can't tell
0: like maybe a shirt with nipples and hair, hair. Nipples on them.
1: and i'll just put titty whiskers on it anyway so i did my show i would say 50% went over well uh 25% were total bombs and i would say 25% had mini laughs like ha huh.
0: so did you turn your bombs into jokes or did you just let them kind of land
1: i let them land because what happened was i knew i had this show coming up and i knew i was supposed to fill like a 45 minute slot but i didn't have time to write because i was like breaking up processing with my family doing all of this stuff and so i
0: yeah it's really hard to write when you're in it like in the shit yeah so it must need two steps back
1: so I got to Vegas Friday and I just turned my phone on airplane mode and I wrote my whole set. So a lot of the premises didn't have punchlines yet. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, that, I mean, that's cool. Wasn't it like, a, I mean, so it was a really good like stepping stone because now you can add punches to all those premises. Yeah, and
1: actually a lot of the teaching stuff went over really well. But, and it was a teaching crowd, but there were some jokes that I know could go over well for anybody, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean we've all dealt
1: with teachers. Yeah, um, and so I left there. So my friends, uh, my friends Megan and Tori, uh, hosted me, and we went to this bar we used to always go to in Vegas called the Phoenix, and got a drink. It's like a gay bar, and um, it was so. Oh, there's
0: a Phoenix in New York. Really. It was like
1: a little dive and so many weird things have happened in that bar. So it was very nostalgic. The whole weekend was very nostalgic for me.
0: A lot of weird things happen at every bar in Vegas. That's
1: true. Very true. So after they left, though, my, my ex, like capital letters, the ex, like the one to end all time, the one that like I thought at one point had ruined my life and destroyed me. She texted me and was like, Hey, I'm getting drinks. Do you want to come meet me? And I was like, okay, because I don't you know, I don't care anymore. Exactly. And it was like the nicest thing because I went to meet up with her and it was the nicest thing because it like reminded me that, you know, I'm going through this breakup now and I'm not even mad. And if I can be like good friends with the ex who like You know, we were throwing shit over the balcony at each other like this is going to be okay. And it was so funny because her friend showed up and he's like, I watched your web series. You forgot to put me in the background with my arms crossed, not knowing where to look or what to do. And I totally forgot he was there this time when uh, her and I couldn't be in the leasing office at the same time. So he had to kind of like set up a barrier between us. It was just really funny. I mean, I know it doesn't sound funny, but I was so amused.
0: Um you're giving me a lot of information I'll, really quickly. I'm just processing. It's okay. Like, it's it, behind you. It takes
1: some time to process. So then I was and feeling you're
0: like on like speed.
1: I know. It's because I've I've had a lot of time to process this. So then
0: <laughs> I've been like a week this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Then you busy. I got to go out with another one of my uh she's not really an ex but somebody that I date.
0: Wait, can we break everything down? Hello? I,
1: do, I want to do that for you. I just don't know what you mean.
0: You're running through your schedule really fast. Well,
1: that's how the weekend so, was. It was like 48 hours so and it felt like 15 you, years.
0: So, your, I know, I want to like talk about things. The, your ex gave you a bunch of pictures of you guys on a trip?
1: No, she just was like, oh, here, you know, do you have these about Jamaica? When we went to Jamaica... And it was, oh my God, Kevin, the most white lady... Can I just finish this? The most white lady thing I've ever done in my life is purchase a Groupon to an organic farm in Jamaica.
0: Oh, my. Did you wear Birkenstocks and, like... a fisherman hat
1: so homosexuality is illegal there so we had to keep it on the dl plus we were going into the heart of jamaica it wasn't like a resort on the coast so we had to just pretend we were like best friends that like finger banged or whatever but um
0: oh my god that was like me and uh, my ex in vietnam when like every time we checked into a place they're like two beds and we're like one bed's fine like okay two beds like (laughs) No, one's fine, and then we go into the room, and there would be two beds, so we would push them together, and then when they would clean the room, they would split them apart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it god! Was hilarious, but the picture thing—I am—I thought that like I would never want pictures of exes, like you know, and yeah, I didn't want my exes. I'm like, why do you have these pictures? But now I'm like, especially with Instagram, I'm like, it's a part of history. Yeah. Like, I don't think you should throw them away or. Like I'm not gonna be deleting any photos off of Instagram of my ex. Like, I don't think that makes sense. So, I mean, that's cool. That
1: yeah,
0: it's yeah. On those, but it's like a piece of the past, and now you remember. You're like. Lesbian organic farm
1: extravaganza. Right. And and it's also my, like, you know, my gay origin story. And I think that's why was that... It a
0: melon farm?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tuna fish. Gross. I'm going to edit that out for sure, if I remember. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was just so nice to, like, reminisce with her. And she's so the same. And, like, I had turned her into such a villain, which I still, you know, I still hold on to that. Um, she's not getting off scot-free, but... How fun you know, how fun she is in the moment and all these things that I had erased to replace with like nastiness, you know, and it's like it's over time well,
0: she was a villain at that time, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. But I but... was in that moment. Like I I think it's very mature to like I don't know, I'm working on it too. Like I see my ex all the time. So and it's been like, you know, so I'm working on it. I think it's, it is mature to have like adult friend relationships with exes, but
2: yeah, I think it's
0: cool that you got that.
1: I know. I'm just like, what is happening? Am I growing up? Is that, is that what's happening? I don't know, but it was a great weekend because Until you got a
0: new girlfriend and then you just turn them all into villains again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I just vilify them and then I, the little time passes and then I'm like, you know what? Maybe you we're a protagonist after all. Um, yeah, so it was great. And then I got to see um I got to see a really good friend who I had dated before in Vegas. Uh, she's in a different relationship now, but we got coffee. and it was just so great. It was like in fifteen minutes is what I thought had passed, but it was really three hours. And I was like, "What the f?" And also the coffee shop was like quiet and Dang,
0: running on a lesbian minute.
1: Yeah, the uh, coffee shop was, like, quiet, and at one point, I, like, got up to go to the bathroom, and I came back, and she's like, were we yelling at each other? Like, and I'm like, I don't know, but we were definitely talking full volume, like, loudest people in the shop, but, like, just didn't notice, you know? <coughs> that's cool. Yeah, it was really good to see her, too. That,
0: that's
1: I, awesome. And then I went out with my friends, and we got burgers and beer, and I just left the next morning feeling, like, so optimistic for the future.
0: That's, and then you drove back with your dog?
1: Yeah, and then I drove back with my dog, came back here, and watched TV the whole day.
0: Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah.
1: So I don't know if this is going to be, like, super interesting for people, but it was really interesting for me.
0: It's interesting to me. I mean, it's, like, it's just, like, a lot, like, a lot.
1: It is so much. I felt like Vegas was like. I mean, this.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I can't get over the speed at which you're running through this. Oh my I'm god!
1: Like, wow. Okay. The other thing, and I. This is definitely too much information. But I like started my period Thursday, and on Sunday I was like, shouldn't this bitch be over by now? Because I swear to you, four weeks had passed, but it had only been like three
0: days. Yeah, I can't. Um, I know. I know. I know, and, uh, I know but, you uh, don't
1: like talking about periods. I know. I
0: my- you, yeah, what? Um, I do feel like, I don't mind talking about parrots, actually. I think it's really funny. Um, also, I just just the knowledge that when um, a girl sneezes her tampon, like, Shifts? pushes out a little bit. It's kind of funny. <laughs> um, ha ha! <laughs> just laughing at tamps. Um, it feels like I've been gone forever.
1: I know. I can't even believe you're not going to be back till what, September 8th?
0: September 7th, and then I have an LA Kings appearance. Okay. um, September 8th at 5 a.m., which is great because I'm three hours ahead.
1: Oh my God. So I'm
0: like on East Coast time. Although I can't get a handle on this jet lag. I tried to sleep deprive myself when I got here, so I'm like, I'll just jump on their schedule tomorrow. And then I slept in so fucking long because I was so sleep deprived. (laughs) And I was like, well, that didn't work. And last night I was up till 3 a.m., and then I woke up at 8 a.m.
1: Yeah, I've been all over the place as well. Oh, I forgot. I got to see all my best friends from college and my best friend from high school, too, In a different... So much has happened.
0: That is a lot. College friends.
1: Love, love.
0: Oh, Michigan. Are those Wolverines, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Sorry, back to the carnival. Um, I can't get out of my head. (laughs) I squeezed a lemon into it. I made 3,000 lemonades at least and my arms were still hurting, and I squeezed a lemon into my drink last night at dinner, and I swear I got, like, a PTSD flashback (laughs) (laughs) from a lemon slice. I'm like, I'm never drinking lemonade again. Um, My dough stand was fun, but I probably gained 50 pounds.
1: Ooh, dough stand. I would have, you'd have to roll me out of there.
0: Yeah, and I didn't realize that that was where the fun was happening, because it was, like, it was like really busy in there but it wasn't like shaking fucking lemonades.
1: Right, right, right. <clears throat> okay, oh, yeah. well, I think um I think this is probably it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is it. <laughs> God, I wish I could sing. Um Um Yeah, anyway, New York. I have a show on Friday, but I I guess it or Saturday? I don't know. The twenty fifth. Okay. Saturday it's but then I saw like the past show and I guess it's like an amateur shit show and I'm like fuck and it's a bringer and it, I'm not bringing any I'm only bringing a couple people and I'm not promoting it anymore yeah but Aaron Foley is gonna be in New York the same day oh uh, so like an hour later and
1: what man, a dreamboat
0: meet up with her but I would rather just I would rather just go watch her show and yeah her professional like how amazing she is right and be on some shit like amateur show yeah i would
1: rather watch her show than do almost anything
0: All right, so my friends that already bought tickets to the show i'm like oh maybe i'll just give them their money but then it's like that's expensive i have, I have to buy tickets
1: for i think you show. should think just go just her. go do it and then meet up with Erin. <sighs>
0: yeah um i'm still trying to get on more shows for new york but i got my schedule it's pretty crazy for work and yeah. i'll have an hour commute every day
1: mm-hmm. an hour commute
0: yeah, to work every morning. I have to be at the tennis center by 8, 30 in the morning.
1: Wow, yeah. So let's... I'm
0: going to be like a real New Yorker for like two weeks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then you can come back to comfy, womfy, la-la land.
0: Yes, I can't wait. I just like hang out in my pool, pretend to be working, and meet with people for coffee.
1: Yeah, yeah. coffee meetings, <sighs> auditions, comedy, but-
0: also I'm gonna have to work out a ton because I'm pretty sure I'm gonna gain fifteen pounds in total yeah.
1: Um are are you doing a sober month when you come back?
0: Um yeah, I'm gonna have to because I'm gonna be a whale. <laughs> and the only way to get in shape is to like cut booze out completely.
1: Yeah. Well I'm ready to go out, but I you know, I don't need to drink to go out.
0: Oh, I do. Well why don't when I come back? We'll do one, like, I'm back, let's party, and then we'll be productive the next.
1: Okay, that sounds great. Because I really think. Because
0: we're going to have to download and, like.
1: Yeah. And
0: figure this shit out.
1: And then we can start (laughs) writing our our pilot slash feature film.
0: Yeah. We're going to be so fucking productive. Um, And we'll just do our to do list on our podcast. So if we re listen to it, we'll remember. Thanks, listeners. Yeah, thanks, listeners, for for being
1: our personal notepad.
0: Um, and if you guys, listeners, have not yet listened to last week's episode with Jared Delman oh, it's so good! Do that. He's incredible. He's it's incredible. Amazing. He previewed his new song "Return to Sender." It's
1: so fire. good.
0: Um, he
1: also sent me the picture of um, when Beyonce signed his four page letter oh and handed God. it back to him.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna post that on the. I'll so on cute. yeah or you can post it. On yeah. The two broke days. Um, okay. So to that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening
1: to, two,
0: two broke, broke
2: gay, <laughs> nailed that.